All right, Patriots Nation, get ready for the most anticipated episode of Babs on the Mic. I mean, I have been in such giddy and excitement over these last uh, 24 hours. I mean, what a couple great weeks it's been for the, for the Babs household when it comes to football. We had Jerry Edmond taking that negative experience and turning into a positive and seeing his face all over every major media outlet sitting next to Robert Kraft, getting FaceTime with Jay-Z. And Babs getting a little clout attached to it as well, too, and seeing that name everywhere and building that relationship with Jerry. And I'm talking to him pretty much almost every day and catching up. It's, it's been cool. Then you got the New England Patriots who they're fighting and crawling and scrapping and they're still in the playoff picture and they have a playoff play-in game coming up against the Miami Dolphins, which I will get to at some point later on. But the biggest news out of the Babs camp is that Jarrett Stidham is the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. It's finally happening Four years in the making. Jarrett Stidham is starting this Sunday against the the toughest team in the league, the San Francisco 49ers, the number one ranked team in the power rankings, the number one defense. Nick Bosa, who is going to probably win defensive player of the year, it's going to be the toughest test. But man, these last couple weeks have been fun. This is the getting towards the end of the football season. And I felt like, oh, this is going to be, what am I going to talk about? What's there going to be excited about? Wow, the last couple weeks, I'm excited. And now for the next two weeks, you're going to see me talking Patriots and Patriots Nation. I'm here to hype you up. I'm here to get you excited. I'm here to tell you why the Patriots are going to win on Sunday. But you know at the same time, I got to talk about my man, my very good friend, Jarrett Stedham. Now, for those who know Babs and have been following Young Gronk, Spike King, Babs, like you know the back history of Jared Stidham, and there might be some new listeners out there that are like, why do you support a backup quarterback who couldn't make it in New England, who's only going to be starting by default because Carr's getting benched because he stinks? I'm here to like, educate you people. And maybe during this little fairy tale that I tell you, you might hear a couple nuggets dropped. No, everything I'm about to say is 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 my own opinion and what I see with my eyes and see with the trends and see on the socials. But I kind of want to make everything add sense. I could literally do this show. This show. I could do it for six hours. Like you ever see those memes where it's like the long iPhone with that long text message and says, who, who are you texting about that you're defending? That's me and Jared Stidham. So I'm going to kind of paint the picture for you and get you from point A to point B and how we even got here. And maybe, just maybe, on this show, when you listen to why I support Jared Stidham and why I think he has the potential in the NFL, then I think you guys might ride with Jared Stidham as well too. And that's what I want to do. The past is in the past and the present is now. This is episode 12, Babs on the Mic which is brought to you by K&M All-Star Sports Store. You can find them at Foxwoods Tanger Outlets. They're a one-stop shop for all sporting needs and memorabilia. 
awesome place. I'm going to go down there pretty soon. The Winter Classic is coming up at Fenway Park. I'll be there at the Winter Classic. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate it. I'll see you out there. And I'll be rocking some gear that I got at K&M. Check them out and tell them Babs sent you. It's time to go on the journey with Babs. Let's go back to 2019. Because, again, I could talk forever here, so just bear with me. I'll try to keep this conversation as fluid as possible. 2019, the New England Patriots select Jared Stidham in the fourth round. The Patriots are starting to look at who will be our next franchise quarterback, who's going to be the next guy. Jared Stidham coming out of Auburn. If he stayed one more season in Auburn, if he stayed there one more year, he was projected to be a first round the following year in 2020. But he declared early for the draft, probably already knew where he was going to be going. Patriots get a good decent price at him for a fourth rounder. All right, lock and loaded, let's go. Preseason 2019, Tom Brady, obviously he's going to be your starter. It was Brian Hoyer versus Jared Stidham. And I know those real ones out there who've been following me. I talked a little bit bad about Jared Stidham when he first got in the New England Patriots because, listen, at the time in 2019, the Patriots, Bill Belichick, they were only going to carry two quarterbacks on that roster. So, Me being a Tom Brady guy, I'm just saying you got to have Hoyer as the backup. It makes the most sense. That's who Brady wants. That's who Brady wanted in 2018, and they won a championship because of it. Now, also, you can't just wave your fourth-round quarterback if someone else is going to pick him up. Stidham versus Brian Hoyer in 2019. Jarrett Stidham had, at the time, had the best. He had the best uh, ah, see, he had the best preseason. He had the best preseason as a quarterback, as a rookie under Bill Belichick. I believe he had four touchdowns and one interception. His coming out party was at Detroit. He had a little connection with Jacoby Myers at that time too. Undrafted at the time, remember? Where and now where Jacoby Myers is today? Stidham had that connection with them. Stidham had a little connection with Nikhil Harry. Stidham Stidham was building that. Stidham wins the starting job. And let me tell you, side note, they were dumb. They should have kept Hoyer on that team. Now, Hoyer got caught and he ended up going to the Colts and gets paid and makes his money. But they end up taking a quarterback later on, like in like week five. They added a third quarterback on their team. So it was dumb. They should have kept all three. It would have been better that Stidham was learning from Hoyer and Brady's happy because Hoyer's there. And I think that's one of those chapters for the Tom Brady like reasoning of why he left. They should have kept it pissed him off, trust me. Now, Stidham is directly under Tom Brady for his rookie season. Remember this. And yes, Stidham walked into that Jets game. Patriots are up big. Stidham goes in there, second pass, pick six, Jamal Adams. You fucking hypocrites out there. Still talk about that pick six. Like, you're living on the past, man. That was four years ago. Oh, he threw a pick six to Jamal Adams. Stidham sucks. He was a rookie. And you hypocrites out there, when Mac Jones had bad games last year, you defended him. Well, he's a rookie. Well, he's a first-round rookie. He'll get it. You didn't do that to Jared Stidham. You hopped off off. You hopped off of him when he threw that pick six to, to, to Jamal Adams. So already right there, You just were like, no, I'm all set. 
One play. That's it. You, a lot of you never gave Jared Stidham a chance after that and have just kept that in your mind. 2019 season. It goes. It comes. Again, Stidham is right behind the GOAT. Learned from him his rookie season. 2020 comes. Tom Brady, see you later. I'm out of here. By default, Jared Stidham's your quarterback, one of the New England Patriots. He was. He was the second that Brady left until you know who signed in June, which will get to that second. Jared Stidham was the quarterback, one of the New England Patriots. And then COVID happened at the same time. And our world was flipped upside down. And this is me being me and what I see. And maybe my mind has changed. But at the time, I was looking at what Stidham was doing and I thought he wasn't taking it that serious. Posting a lot on Instagram, kind of showcasing yourself at the seaport. Hey, he's young, 22, 23 years old at the time. Like you're taking over after Tom Brady. Like you're being handed the keys. Like, here you go. It's all you. There was no other quarterback signed, right? They went into the NFL draft that year in 2020 and didn't even get a quarterback. Felt like the job was his, right? So Stidham goes away for a pre-approved trip down to Texas. That's, that's a key word, pre-approved trip by the New England Patriots. Goes down to Texas to celebrate his anniversary. And the same week he's down there, Cam Newton signs. Maybe there's some correlation, right? Nonetheless, Jared Stidham packs his bags, gets up here, and starts those little camps that he had at the local high schools. The competition was there. And this is where my loyalty starts with Jared Stidham is 2020, and it was in July. And I had, and I'll tell you exactly who put me in this spot. It was Rune Dog out of all people. And we're having a conversation. He said, Babs, this is what I want you to do. You're going to pick one side or the other. Now, like, little discretion. No matter who the starting quarterback is, no matter who, if it's like even this year, if it's Brian Hoyer, if it's Bailey Zappi, I support the New England Patriots. I want to see win. So it doesn't matter. But he said, Babs, for the sake of your account, for the sake of what you do, pick one guy and stick with it. I'm picking Jared Stidham. I truly thought that Jared Stidham was going to be able to beat out Cam Newton. And from what I believe, Jared Stidham was supposed to beat out Cam Newton. It was supposed to give him that little edge. Well, you know what ends up happening? Jared Stidham tears his groin during training camp. If you look back in that training camp at the end of July into August, Stidham was outperforming Cam Newton. He tore his groin. There's nothing you could do. It's over. Done. Cam Newton's team. Cam Newton's locker room. It's Cam Newton season. What do I do? This fucking sucks. But you know what? Cam Newton, let's go. Let's roll. It's yours. Let's go. I'm going to support it. And that's what I did. Cam Newton starts. Doesn't look that bad. COVID screws everything up. So all of a sudden, it's what? Week five, it's Kansas City. Brian Hoyer gets to start. Now, discretion again. A lot of people saying, well, Stidham sucks so bad that Hoyer started over him. You don't understand Bill Belichick. And now we've seen it this year to understand it. Stidham was not going to leapfrog Hoyer because Stidham is coming off a groin injury and he's going to be labeled as the quarterback three. He doesn't automatically pass the veteran Brian Hoyer. Just like this year, Brian Hoyer started 
in Green Bay. And then Bailey Zappi came in and became the quarterback, right? Both times, in both situations, Zappi and Stidham should have started their games, by the way. No offense to Brian Hoyer. But, nonetheless, let's go back. Kansas City. Hoyer goes in. He stinks. Stidham eventually gets in there. Yes, he throws a pick six, not his fault, off of Edelman's hands. Careless. Yes, he threw another interception. It was a deep ball late in the game, trying to make something out of nothing. It is what it is. Stidham had a dime to Nikhil Harry that game. And Stidham was giving them a kind of a shot against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I wish, and I know you people out there watching that game, watch it back. If Jared Stidham was out there in that first half, I think they had a shot to win that game. Just like I will agree with you this year, Bailey Zappi would have gave the New England Patriots a better shot to beat the Green Bay Packers if he started the entire game. So, Cam Newton comes back. It's Cam Newton's team. Patriots, at the end of 2020, they're done. They're out of it. Jared Stidham gets no playing time. Bill Belichick was set in stone. This is Cam Newton's team, and I'm rolling with Cam Newton, and I'm not benching him. We're going to keep him as the guy. I thought that was wrong. I thought it's like, and, and now the Raiders, and guess what? The Raiders are doing the same thing right now. Carr is Cam Newton. Virtually their season's done. They're six and nine. Let's see what Stidham has. Like, let's actually evaluate him. They should have did that back in 2020. And maybe Josh McDaniels wanted to do that back in 2020. And he's told, no, nope, it's Cam. Well, Bill, we need to see what this kid has and what we can develop into. Nope, we're sticking with Cam. There's correlation there, people. Tie this in together. We go into the offseason of 2020 going into 2021. Cam signs an extension. You need him to sign free agents. You get your free agents. What does Jared Stidham do? Jared Stidham sets up Pats West. Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. He invites all the new guys out there. He says, I'll come out here and just let's be together. Jared Stidham, at the end of 2020, went out to California, spent a couple months out there with Jordan Palmer, spent some time with Josh Allen, by the way, spent some time with Trevor Lawrence out there, just try to work on his mechanics and get better. He knew that 2021 was going to be the competition year. Hey, it's my year three in the NFL. Like, I got to compete here. I need to become a starter. And that's what the setup was going to be. They get Cam Newton in. And from what it looked like, it was going to be Cam Newton versus Jared Stidham in that preseason. Well, guess what happens? That wrench goes right in there because guess who was the 15th overall pick? Mac Jones. Mac Jones, the second Mac Jones was drafted, the Stidham, the Stidham train was done for me in terms of the Patriots. I just knew the writing was on the wall. Maybe Stidham could do something. It obviously never happened. It was over. It was going to be Mac's team the second he got drafted. So, you go into July. You start like, all right, we're getting ready. OTAs comes and goes, and it's Cam Newton and Mac Jones. They had four quarterbacks on that roster. Cam Newton, Mac Jones, Brian Hoyer, Jared Stidham. Who is going to be the odd man out? Well, Jared Stidham out of nowhere gets surgery on his back. And Stidham had an injury that was back from Auburn. He had like a, 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 like a herniated disc or, or something like that that was lingering around. When you're in the NFL, like, 
You know, you're, you're trying to win a starting job, so some of these lingering issues just stay with them. The Patriots said, hey, go get that cleaned up, throw you on the IR. And that's what happened. And because of that, it gave Mac Jones all of Stidham's reps. And there, I think, and, and again, these are things that I believe. I think there was an agenda to push Cam Newton out. And I think that came from Robert Kraft, by the way. I think Bill was totally still in with Cam Newton. And he obviously held him to the very last minute that he couldn't hold him anymore. Jared Stidham gets his back cleaned up. And then that's it. He's inactive for the rest of the year. It was Brian Hoyer, Mac Jones. Stidham's just kind of sitting there. Where do you go from there? So now we're in 2022. Okay. Maybe Stidham could be the guy that pushes Mac Jones in the preseason, right? Patriots have a good season. They're 10-7. and Fall ass backwards in the playoffs. They get beat down in Buffalo. All right, Stidham. He's feeling healthy. The healthiest he's ever felt since college. He's got his uh he's got his family now, like a family man, like got to spend all that time and like just have a mental break from football a little bit, but it's time to get going. And then the New England Patriots select Bailey Zappi. <laughs> and once that happened, then you're really done. And and obviously just it just took a little time and Jared Stidham gets traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, where Josh McDaniels is the head coach. Where Josh McDaniels is setting up the offensive Josh McDaniels system. The Patriots system. Well, who knows it better than the quarterback that's been in my system for three years, Jared Stidham. Get your ass over here. Come teach Carr. Come teach Adams. Come teach our offense. So, Jared Stidham, it's kind of like, you know, he could have been dumped off to the side. They could have just cut ties and said, hey, you're, you're figuring it out on your own. He gets traded. He goes to a system that he's comfortable with. He gets another shot. Jared Stidham now, after the summer, goes into preseason in August. And mind you, the Raiders not had just, you know, the NFL preseason, they only have three games. He had four games. Jared Stidham had four games. And he hasn't had a preseason since 2019. And what happened in those four games? I went to two of them. I was there. First of all, that offense, when Jared Stidham was running it in preseason, looked like the Patriots. They looked just like the Patriots out there. Jared Stidham in preseason. 4-0. He scored on every single opening drive that they had. And out of the 12 total drives that he, was, that he had, because obviously he's only playing two drives, three drives a game, they scored eight times. He was moving the ball with all the backups, playing against some of the starting defense out there. And mind you, Patriots fans, the ones that still shit on Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham played against the Patriots in preseason against the starting Patriots defense and clowned them. He looked great that game. So Stidham went out of that preseason 4-0, and started every single preseason game, won the backup job, backs up Derek Carr. So now we are here. This is now where we're here. At the end of the season, it's turning into January 2023. And after this long road of me explaining it, because, again, this is where the loyalty comes in. I was told to pick a side. I pick a side. I stick with somebody. Like, I'm sticking with Mac Jones. Like, Mac Jones has been having a, a, not a good season. I'm sticking with Mac Jones. 
lot of you people like to flip-flop and this and that. You call me hypocritical. I'll call you hypocritical, you people out there. You guys were all chanting Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones's face at the Chicago Bears game. Yeah, I get it. You want to win. You want to see a winning product. It's a way, a different way of going through it. Jared Stidham's here now in January. He's here to take over. And he's still being put down by people. I've been reading all the tweets. I've been reading all the Reddit forms. I've been keeping up with everything. No one's giving Jared Stidham a shot to even have the potential of taking over as the actual starter next year for the Las Vegas Raiders. Let me tell you something. Starting Stidham these next two weeks is going to be so important for Josh McDaniel's job. Because if Stidham doesn't look good out there, that means your system sucks, Josh. He's the guy who knows your system. Four years now, he knows your system. If he can't move the ball and get us in scoring position and help us and put up points, then there's a problem more with Josh McDaniels. And these two weeks are so crucial for a guy like Jared Stidham, who is a free agent coming up this offseason. How many quarterbacks have we seen play this year? A lot of backup quarterbacks, a lot of injuries, a lot of benching. A lot of guys that were benched at one point coming back like Carson Wentz. Guys that are getting shut down for the season. Derek Carr, Matt Ryan. So this is great that Jared Stidham is finally getting that opportunity. And I think Patriots Nation, what's the point of crapping on Jared Stidham at this point? He's not on your team anymore. You should be rooting for this guy. You should, if you're a Belichick guy, you should be rooting for him. Because Belichick drafted him in the fourth round and saw something out of him. And obviously, if he's good and his product shows that in the next two weeks, it truly means that they were looking at him as the true replacement to Tom Brady and just timing never worked out on Jared's, and Jared Stidham in terms of being here in New England. But there was obviously something there that he was drafted and the reason why he's still with Josh McDaniels. Now, he has the toughest test coming up. He's got San Francisco, as I said, the top defense of the league. And then you got the division rival, Kansas City Chiefs, coming in week 18. I will be there, by the way. I will be there to be supporting my very good friend, Jared Stidham. Because I want to see the best out of him. And over these last couple years, you've seen the pictures. You've seen what I've said. Support the man. I just support a human being. This guy's been put down so much. Why not? Why not support somebody like that? Support your friends out there. And I truly think this is time for redemption. It's just that redemption of a kind of like a, a fuck you to J Jared said him like to, to say fuck you to New England in a way. Because the fan base in New England, when he got traded, you had even the top fans of this fan base crapping on this guy. Like, what did he do to you? Just because he threw an interception to Jamal Adams, you're so upset about it? He got hurt. He missed two preseasons in a row. And you guys just say, oh, fuck you, see you later. Yeah, go have fun in Vegas. That's what a lot, a lot of the fans did. It, bother, it bothers me that it gets to that point. So that's another reason, too. I've seen... Some of these media people say, well, why are they evaluating Jared Stidham? He's in his fourth year. 
It's because he hasn't played at all in the four years. This is his first NFL career start in four years, obviously, because he's been hurt. He just has never had that opportunity. Belichick has even said it. Just timing didn't work out. We weren't able to evaluate him. There's something there. I'm going to tell you this. I've been following this guy to a T since he's been in the league, and I've stuck with it, and I read every article I can, and I keep up with all the news that goes on, and I look at social, and I keep up. I've been keeping up with the Raiders all year just for him. So any news that goes forward for Jared Stidham, you take it from Babs because you're going to hear the real side of it. I will, and I will be negative if this guy fucking, if, if you have the opportunity, you have the opportunity to go kill it. And obviously there's going to be no bigger test than playing against San Francisco on Sunday. San Francisco is a 10 point favorite and the money line is plus like three, like 80 for the Raiders. So they have a big hill to climb. And for my degenerate gamblers out there, by the way, while I'm talking about lines, it's not out there yet. But take Jared Stidham for a rushing touchdown on Sunday. He's a dual-threat quarterback. And he showed it in the preseason. And he wasn't really able to do that in New England because he was hurt. Toch told you he had back surgery. And now he feels great. I think, I think there's more to Stidham that people don't know about him yet. That you're going to start learning about him. And he has an awesome story. And I won't talk about it. That's, that's for him to talk about it. And that's the big wig media to talk about it. A great story for Jared Stidham. For his career to where it is right now. In these final two games in his contract by the way. To go out there and do something. And if he can get a win against San Fran. If he can get a win against Kansas City. That's redemption. That showcases I belong here. Is Jared Stidham going to be a franchise quarterback? We'll find out. But Jared Stidham was good enough to be a backup to Derek Carr. He's good enough to be told that he's going to be starting the next two games in the NFL. And they're sticking with him. And we'll see where this ends up going. How much longer do you want me to keep talking about Jared Stidham? Because I can keep going for this forever. As I said, I'll be there week 18. Already pre-planned. I was like... I know I was supposed to go to Vegas a couple weeks ago, and I didn't. I told you why I didn't. This was pre-planned. I had a feeling he was going to be starting at some point at the end of the season. I want to be out there to support my friend. I'm going to be there in person. And I hope that when I'm in Vegas, the Patriots at the same time are fighting for a playoff spot. It could be the ultimate day in Las Vegas. And I already have it planned out in my mind, and I think you guys will have a fun time with it. We might be recording one of these while I'm out there. Let's. Move on from Jared Stidham. Because I'm sure I'm going to be talking more about him. And guess what? You're going to be stuck with that. If you root for Babs and you just listened all the way up to this point, well, there's going to be more of this. Maybe not as much as I just talked about, but I'm going to keep tracking of, of, of what he's doing. It's part, of the, it's part of the Babs life. That's what it is. This is what you got sucked into. Let's just move on to New England Patriots news while we still have time left on this episode. It's official. Tua is out. Teddy, two-glove, Bridgewater. He's starting this Sunday against the New England Patriots. Why am I seeing so much negativity from New England Patriots fans? Like, I am, like I, I get your frustrations, and you're like, this team's not a playoff team, Babs. So what's the point of supporting? Just shut the fuck up and support your team. Like, they are still in this. They are still fighting for a playoff spot. 
You got these fans getting so wild that they're saying that Teddy Bridgewater is better than Tua. Well, if Bridgewater was better than Tua, then Bridgewater would have been starting all year. Why are you just saying that to say it? Can Teddy Bridgewater beat the New England Patriots? Yes, because the Patriots have been beating themselves all season long anyways. But I said this in my last episode, and I'm going to say it again. I want to, and, and the way I'm saying this is, what's the difference between Jacoby Brissett and Teddy Bridgewater? And the reason why I compare those two is because let's compare Teddy Bridgewater to all the backup quarterbacks that you have beaten this season because they're 6-0 and against backup quarterbacks, right? And they're going to make it 7-0 and on Sunday. Jacoby Brissett is probably the closest to Teddy Bridgewater in terms of the skill set you're going to see. And I've been asking, I asked Rundog, I said, who's better? He said, Jacoby probably has the better tools. Bridgewater probably has the better weapons, but it's similar. Well, if they have some similarities in that way, the defense held Jacoby Brissett in check. And this is going to be another one of those defense has to bail you out. Defense going to have to keep bailing you out. But can you catch the Miami Dolphins who are slumping on a four-game losing streak? And you're in Foxborough. It's going to be nice. It's going to be sunny, 55 degrees. Can you catch them? Can the offense finally put something together? Everyone trying to come out from Mac. The Mac Jones slander's coming back. He's a dirty player. I've seen the memes. I've seen the... I seen the hit on Eli Apple where he went down and people are saying he's a pussy bitch and that Mac Jones is a crybaby and Mac Jones is going to hurt somebody and he's a sore loser and X, Y, and Z. I believe I forget Mac Jones' response and I wish I had it. I wish I had it saved and I'm not going to take my time to look at it. He had a good response to that today. Look it up. Look it up. Mac Jones has been having some good responses to the reporters this year. Mac Jones, I talk about the progression of Mac Jones, and it's not for the stat sheet. Mac Jones is killing it in the media this year and how he handles himself to the reporters. Because last year he wasn't doing so well with that, and I, and I kept calling that out. Say, so like, he's, he looks nervous, looks like he's about to cry sometimes. This year he's starting to kind of take a little couple digs here and there. I think the Belichick is starting to rub off on him when it comes to the media stuff. That's why I really think next year you get that offensive coordinator, Mac Jones is blowing up next year. But this upcoming Sunday, this offense needs to fucking actually score right away and do something. And now the injury report comes out. You might not have John Smith. You might not have Hunter Henry. You're gonna, probably not going to have Devontae Parker. The injuries have piled up. The quarterback position. You might not have Jack Jones. Jonathan Jones is questionable. Jalen Mills is Jalen Mills is questionable. Marcus Jones, the MVP. He's doubtful. He's got a concussion. So now everything's starting to really pile up against this team. And I hope it doesn't pile up too much where it's just really piled up against you and you you struggle against Miami and get blown out. Because that's what it almost felt like against Cincinnati last week. That was the trend it was going to. 22-0 at halftime. Steam's too banged up. Steam doesn't have it. That's what it felt like it was getting to. Last but not least, I want to tie all this in together because we talked a little bit about the Raiders. Derek Carr is not coming to the New England Patriots. Derek Carr is... 
going to get probably cut. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot that still has to happen over these two weeks. Say Jared Sidham sucks. Well, Carr's probably going to end up staying, and they might stay with Derek Carr and see how it goes. Give him another shot. Stidham does awesome these next two weeks. Stidham wins two games in a row. I think Stidham's going to end up being the starting quarterback. Let's say Stidham is mid right? Eh, so-so. Stidham's good enough to be our backup, but we're going to go somewhere else. Maybe they go get Tom Brady. Maybe they get Lamar Jackson. By no means are the New England Patriots going to trade for Derek Carr. I've seen everyone talk about this. Like, I have hot takes myself, but damn, dude, I see hotter takes out there from your major media. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? If you trade for Derek Carr, you have to do it like five days after the Super Bowl. No team's going to be in that spot to do that. I don't want Derek Carr here. You work with what you have with Mac Jones. You keep progressing with him. Go get him an offensive coordinator. That's what you got to do for this guy. You got some young studs on defense. That that comparison, if Marcus Jones didn't have a concussion, I wish he was out there this upcoming week. Just like Miami fans wish that two was out there. Marcus Jones in good company with Deion Sanders. The interception, the picks, the pick six they just have. He had the uh, kick return. He had a fumble recovery touchdown. He was the first player to do it since Deion Sanders. It's good company. He might be the Patriots' best pick that they've had in like 16 years. So this this team is young on defense, and they have something there. It's just They just need that one guy. I think they're just missing one piece, really, and it's an offensive coordinator. I think they have enough pieces around to make this offense work. Like, I really think if they had Josh McDaniels again this year, this offense would be moving the ball, using the pieces that they have, and they'd be a 10-win team right now. But... I digress. That's it. That's all I got right now. That's all I want to get off my chest. I'm very excited for my boy, Jared Stidham. This Sunday will be an awesome Sunday. It's going to be a fantastic Sunday. You got the Patriots at 1 o'clock. Patriots win. We're feeling good. You got Jared Stidham at 4 o'clock. He's going to win against the Niners. We're feeling good. We're going to have the ultimate week 18. I'll be trying to put everything together and try to give you a nice little preview for the Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots later on this week. There'll be another episode. I just needed this. I just needed this one day to really just talk it out. It's been it's it's just a it's just a great day for Babs. Jared Stidham. Starting. Finally. Gets two starts, by the way. I'm I'm a fake fan. I'm not gonna be there for the first one. I, I got tied up on Sunday. I'm tied up. I'm gonna be at the Winter Classic on Monday at Fenway Park for any of you hockey people out there. Go to Vegas next weekend and have the ultimate weekend. You'll see You'll see when that comes. But let's have some fun, guys. Just hopefully I got to a couple of you out there. And if, if I haven't got to, reach out to me at Babs on the Mic on Twitter, at Babs on the Mic on Instagram, and we can talk further. Other than that, ride the wave, and the Stidham Stiffy is activated. Let's go. Peace.